While some quarterback competitions have been decided and others have added participants, Ohio State still remains a two-horse race. It is Monday, May 8th. This is the College Football Daily. I am Lance Glenn. Shortly, you will hear from Buckeye quarterbacks Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. Now, this press conference came after the spring game, but they discussed the quarterback competition and the battle they're having between one another. They discussed the potential of one or the other transferring, which obviously can't happen now since the transfer portal window has closed, and also pushing one another and growing together. So without holding any longer, here are Ohio State quarterbacks Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. For uh, Devin, obviously, you weren't able to play today. Just uh, what happened to your finger, and when do you feel like you're going to be able to get back out throwing again? Um, yeah, it was just a slight little thing in practice. Just had a little procedure on it. Um, nothing crazy. We'll be back in four weeks or so. What was it like just watching today? Was that hard for you? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard knowing I could have been playing out there, but I mean, we were working for it all spring. But at the end of the day, I was just happy to be able to cheer on my guys and do what I could. Okay, over here to the right, Dylan Davis. Kyle, where would you evaluate your command of the offense? Obviously, year three, you know, mm-hmm. third spring now. Where would you evaluate, evaluate your command of the offense? Right yeah, now? I think you take every year, you take a step in, in the right direction. Um, whether that's, you know, spring and then to fall camp into the season, I think you learn a lot along the way. Uh, and I think, you know, you just you, you get out of it what you put into it. I think the more film you watch, um, you know, the more reps you get, I think it just it helps you take those steps. Uh, so, I mean, you're through. I feel, feel pretty good. feel like uh, I came, you know, a long way than, than where I was when I first got here. Um, so I feel like I'm in a good spot right now. Over here to the left, Andy Anders, Buckeye Sports Bulletin. Uh, yes, for Kyle. Um, there was a throw early on to Marvin you had. You kind of layered it over the safeties nicely. It, yeah. it seems like you've always had a strong arm, but mm-hmm. how have you developed that ability to layer throws over time? Yeah, it's something that we work in practice every single day. Uh, we call it a, a one-inch throw. Uh, so we'll put like a baseball net out there, and I mean that's that's the safety linebacker whoever is dropping back in coverage, and you know you got to get it over the linebacker or whoever it is, and then drop it uh, into the receiver's hands. Uh, so it's something you know we work literally every single day, uh, and you know it just it shows up a lot in the game. Uh, so it's you know definitely something that that we you know make an emphasis on. Over here to the right, Austin Ward, rivals the podcast. Kyle, Coach Day was really. Uh, kind of raving about the throw to Carnell, Carnell for the touchdown. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because you wanted to see mm-hmm. a passing touchdown, or you did yeah. something special there. Yeah, take us through that play. Yeah, so that was uh, the first play of the fourth quarter, so we had some time to talk about what look we were trying to get there uh, and what we wanted. And so, I mean, Carnell ran a really good route. The line uh, did a good job of protection. You know, I, I made a, a good throw, too. So I think, you know, when all those things come together, you know, that's that's the result is a touchdown. But I think that's a tribute to the, the 10 other guys and everybody doing their job. And, you know, when that happens, good things happen. Uh, over here, uh, Tim May on three. Yeah, for each of you guys. Uh, does it matter that uh, no one has declared a winner in this race yet? I mean, how do you how does this take you into the uh, the next off season, headed to the opening of a preseason camp? Yeah, the competition has been great. I mean, you know, we both know what it is, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, Devin's definitely making me better, and I think vice versa as well. Um, so, you know, even though there's not a, a winner of the job yet, I think you know that, that's that benefits both of us, honestly. You know, and I think it, it's going to push both of us going into fall camp and. You know, there's still a lot of time until the season, so I think, you know, uh, just keeping, I think, each other hungry, I think he'd say the same thing. Um, so I, I think that's definitely the wise thing to do at this point.
point, you know, just keeping each other uh, in check, keeping each other going. Uh, right next door, go ahead, Tim. Yeah. yeah, I mean, pretty much Kyle hit it right on the head. Um, we're trying to get each other better every single day, and that's all we can ask for is pushing each other. And I'd say Kyle would feel the same. You know, when you're with the best competition, you feel like you got to play at your best, so you got to bring it every day. Um, but at the end of the day, we just want what's best for the team, and whoever's going to win the job is that guy. How much of a bummer was for you to have to watch this last week? Yeah, I mean, obviously it sucked, but at the end of the day, I felt like I had a good uh, few practices in the spring. I think I had 10 practices before this happened, or, or I think it was 11, something like that. But uh, I felt like I had enough days to just really feel good about, still feel good about my spring and not really have to worry about the rest of it. Uh, Bill Rabinowitz, Columbus Dispatch. How did you? What did you get out of the spring? Or did you get as much out of the spring as you hoped? And was there something you wish you had proven that maybe you didn't? Uh, how mm -hmm. do you kind of feel coming out of spring? Yeah, I thought the, the spring went well. I mean, obviously, spring is a time where, you know, we're putting in new stuff, seeing if it works, you know, seeing what's good for us and what's not good for us. Um, so it's definitely, you know, I'd say a little bit of a learning period. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you want to build that chemistry with the guys. Um, and, you know, I think going with the ones and the twos in the spring is good. That way, you know, I'm building chemistry with, you know, six, seven, eight receivers, you know, four tight ends, all that. You know, you're, you're getting good reps uh, with the whole offense. Um, so I, I, I definitely feel like the spring went well. Uh, over here to the right, uh, Doug LaMaurice, Cleveland.com. For both you guys, uh, Kyle first. Yeah. It's a very different situation, but five years ago we were in this room and Dwayne Haskins and Joe Burrow had finished a quarterback competition mm -hmm. and one of those players decided to leave to go do something else. Is there any part of this in the competition, Kyle, that that has ever been in your head once you got through spring that that would be a possibility? No, I mean, I, uh, when, I, when I committed here, you know, I made a, a promise to myself that, you know, I was just going to come here and compete. Uh, and, you know, guys have come, guys have go, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, if you're confident in your work, confident in your game you know you're going to be you know at a good spot regardless of, of who they bring in uh, and so you know you're at a place like Ohio State you know they're going to bring in the best quarterbacks you know they're going to bring in really good competition and you know you have to earn it every single day yeah, I'm sorry repeat the question for me just the idea of you get to the end of spring, would there be anything in your head, a possibility of thinking about a transfer if you're not thinking you'll be the starter? Yeah, no, that's that's never crossed my mind. You know, I've, I've always been a, a guy that's going to stick to my word and stick to where I'm at. And I've always said from the beginning, I came here and I wanted to compete. And, you know, if, if that's not how it goes, that's how it goes. But I'm sticking around. I'm still a Buckeye. I want to do everything I can to help this team. We're going to go just a couple more questions. Bill Landis, Rivals, the podcast. Uh, I think both of you guys can probably answer this. Whichever one of you is the starter in the fall is going to step into a really good situation with all the weapons you have, but not all of them have been available this spring. In fact, most of them haven't been available this spring. Uh, how has that been kind of working through that when maybe you go through some struggles? In the back of your mind, do you tell yourself, like, I'm still learning from this, and when we get on the field in the fall, you know, who's around me might be very different. Yeah, I mean, like Kyle said, the spring is just a time to learn and grow. You know, we're still trying to figure out what kind of team we have right now. I mean, there's a lot of new freshmen that are stepping in. I've never played college football before, and they got to learn the offense just as much as we do at this time just because everything's so new. Um, we're just trying to keep adding things, see what works, see what doesn't. And every year it's a different team. It's never the same team every year, um, no matter who comes in. But, I mean, injuries is the name of the game. I mean, it, it always happens. But either way, we get to work with guys that are still growing and, and figure out what works. Uh, over here to the right, uh, Spencer Holbrook, Letterman Row. Kyle, you had two years with, with Coach Wilson and now one with Coach Hartline in the spring. What, what's that been like for you to go through a, an offensive coordinator transition? And, and just now that you're on the other side of it, how do you think that that went with Coach Hartline for 15 practices? Yeah, I think Coach Hart stepped uh, into that role seamlessly. Uh, I think, you know, he sees the game from a really good perspective. Uh, and I think, you know, it's a testament to his time playing and now being a coach. Uh, you know, he, he sees all 11 guys. You know, sometimes uh, with a receivers coach, you would think, you know, he only knows the pass game. You know, he doesn't know 
know the running game, doesn't know the protections, but he, he understands all that fully. And I, I think, you know, he stepped up to the role and, and, you know, hit it out of the park, you know, and we put in some new stuff um, that worked really well that, that we'll use uh, going into the fall. Um, but, I mean, I, in terms of uh, just from, like, a quarterback perspective, I mean, it's been kind of consistent with Coach Dennis and Coach Day. So having that consistency, you know, has kind of helped me through that transition. But, you know, honestly, it wasn't, you know, a crazy transition or anything like that. And final question, uh, Nathan Baird, Cleveland.com. For both of you guys, and this is sort of a follow-up on what Bill just asked you, but um, – with you know the, the top receivers not being around necessarily all this spring, with with the defensive line having kind of an edge up front, I mean, it, it, do you guys look at that as, as 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 an opportunity more than anything that whoever wins this job or, or, or eventually you're going to have to to win with whoever in order to to fulfill what Coach Day wants in an Ohio State quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the the starting receivers today, Marvin Harrison, Carnell Tate, Jaden Ballard. I mean those are three really good guys and. You know, that's without Emeka and Julian and Xavier. Um, so, you know, I think even, in, you know, the, the twos today are, are still really deep. So I, I don't think, you know, the personnel uh, really, you know, affects, you know, too much of what we do. Uh, you know, all the receivers have done a good job of getting open, getting a good job of making plays, catching the ball. Um, and so at the end of the day, uh, being the quarterback, you just have to, you know, do your job, get the ball to the right guys, make the right protection calls, all that. Um, you know, because at Ohio State, regardless of who's in the game, they're going to be a really good player. Um, so, you know, if you're going to be the quarterback here, it's just a matter of getting you know the team in the right situation, getting the ball out on time, all those things. So I think it's all in the details. Uh, Devin, two? Or no. Or, yeah. Good. Yeah, I mean, Kyle pretty much hit it. Um, at the end of the day, we're Ohio State. We're always going to have the best players no matter what. And, you know, if they're twos, threes, even fours, they're still going to be some of the best players in the country. Um, and at practice, we try to make practice as hard as possible so that uh, Saturdays are easier. So, you know, when we have guys like JT and Jack Sawyer and Michael, all these guys on the D-line, you know, really pressing us, it forces us to get our feet going, um, get the ball out faster, and make the game situations a lot easier. As is with any quarterback competition, so much attention being paid towards it, even more really when you consider that this is the quarterback competition for Ohio State and the Buckeyes, not only a Big Ten favorite, but one of the favorites to make the college football playoff. It remains to be seen who will ultimately replace the departed C.J. Stroud. I know some people like Kyle McCord in that battle. Of course, Stroud taken number two overall this past draft by the Houston Texans. Remember to give us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, and of course, head on over to the 24-7 Sports YouTube channel and click that subscribe button. Thanks for listening to the College Football Daily. We'll talk to you again later this week.